Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the Better Events Podcast. We are so excited to be with our guest today, Michelle Gifford, who's going to share all about ways that you can build your personal brand on social media. This is going to be great for either in-house planners or independent planners or just anyone that's involved in the industry. We all have our personal brands that we're trying to build along with our businesses, and maybe sometimes those cross over a little bit. But we are going to learn all about that today from our wonderful guest. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow, and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started, and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. We are so excited to be with you today. This is Mary Davidson, one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Logan Clements, and we have an amazing guest. We're going to talk all about social media today. So as you know, when we have guests, we've got a lot of jam-packed information, so we're going to jump right into it. So I'm going to pass it over to Logan, and Logan is going to introduce our guest today. Yes. Thank you, Mary. We are so excited. We always say it. Sorry, I couldn't get it. Not say excited, enthusiastic for our guest to the, with us this week. We've got Michelle Gifford, a brand strategist, business coach, coach, podcaster, and speaker. With her signature combination of straight talk and tough love. Ooh, we love that, Michelle. She teaches social media marketing and strategy to thousands. She's grown her Instagram from 18,000 to more than 140,000 in the past 10 months. She's the CEO of Michelle Gifford Creative, a strategic content creation agency where she serves influencers, creatives, and small and big businesses. She uses strategy in her proven content creation systems to help her clients reach their business goals, grow their social media followings, and increase their revenues. Michelle lives in Southern California with her husband and five kids, and she is passionate about helping women amplify their voices online. Michelle, is there anything you'd love to add to that lovely bio? <laughs> I'm enthusiastic to be here too. I'm just excited. It's going to be great. You guys, it's a new year, and I'm by the end, the goal is to convince you to just post the dang real on Instagram. Just do it. We need you. Let's do it. I already need that motivation. So that's perfect. (laughs) Michelle, we love to do a little why we asked our guests. And um, so I followed you on Instagram for a long time. And I've seen that growth. And I've seen you like posting about your growth that you've had, like your bio said in the last 10 months. I think that's so cool. And I'm excited to learn from you today a little bit about how that happened. Um, And I've also seen all your useful social media tips and tricks that you've had. And so we certainly think that this is going to be valuable for our listeners. And so just thank you again for coming on and sharing all your insights. I love it. Let's do it. So we like to start kind of at the very beginning and we'd love our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So we have your bio like we've shared, but can you just tell us a little bit more about how you got here? Like you obviously know business as well. And so how do you land here in this space with what you're doing right now? Yeah, well, my path has definitely not been a straight road to where I am, but I think that that is actually a beautiful thing. I bet we all kind of feel that way, right? Like how in the world did we get here? Um, Because uh, 17 years ago, I was pregnant with my first baby and I was like, what in the world am I going to do? I don't want to go back to work. So I started an Etsy shop and I started growing there. This is only, this isn't going to be as long as you think it is. I can do this in like a couple seconds. Um, (laughs) But I started selling handmade um, custom dresses and that led to me taking pictures of those. And so I became a photographer, nationally recognized photographer, started a nonprofit 
and then started teaching photographers business and realized that that's actually what I love is business and marketing. I have a background in public relations and communications. Um, and so you have to understand that when I started, like Instagram wasn't a thing, right? And so a few years in um, Instagram, Facebook, they became more of a thing. And so I started teaching uh, social media and marketing to photographers, which led to me teaching women business. And it um, over the last four years, I've really grown my marketing agency because I found that a lot of women are really good at growing a business, but sometimes the business side of it is a little dicey. And so they suddenly wake up, they're like, I have 200,000 followers and now what, right? And so we, my marketing agency does branding and website design and all of the content management. And I love, I mean, that was the real, see, it was quick. That wasn't too long. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what has led me to today. And um, I've been in all sorts of like, I've sold physical products. I've made products. I have sold digital products. I've done events, you know, I've done all these different things. And social media is one of the biggest um, engines, if you decide to turn that on, um, to grow whatever business you're in. So I know we're talking to um, like event planners and social media is important for your event and marketing your event. It's also important for you to show up online and to, I mean, you used to, we used to have to send a resume and be like, look how cool I am, right? Now we can take people on the journey and not only do they get to see like your big successes, but they get to be there for it. And not only be like, wow, they did that whole event, but oh my gosh, I really love Logan. Like I love her as a person and I can see how amazing she is. And so, yeah, I totally want her to plan my event. And that is the power of social media because it's not just a magazine anymore. It's like, oh, you get to get to know Mary and like watch the process. And so if you really turn on that engine, it like it can be really remarkable in in um, amplifying you and also broadcasting and building your business. I feel like I can already hear what some of our listeners might be thinking of like, well, but that Michelle sounds so intimidating and like more work on top of my other work. And <laughs> I just like, I'm like, listener, bear with us. Cause I think we're, she's going to have some great stuff for you <laughs> to make this, you know, Did I come in too hot? Sometimes I no. come in too hot with social media. <laughs> I, I love it. I just think I, I, I can hear it. Like if you and I were out to coffee with one of my fellow event pro friends, I can hear them already being like, Logan, that's one more thing I have to do. And it's like, no, yeah. you got to, you know, I'm, I'm on team Michelle for this. So okay. <laughs> like, stay, stay with us. Um, but Michelle, you, you know, you've also experienced a lot of growth. It sounds like in your business, just in the past year alone, looking back, like, at, you know, across the year of 2023, what was the most exciting thing about growing your business in this past year? I think the opportunity to meet all the people that I've had to meet. So I've gained a lot of clients. Um, I've also been able to amplify my own voice, right? Like I'm being asked to speak different places and I love so the thing, well, first, the thing that I've changed a lot in the last year is actually my strategy of how I'm growing Instagram. This isn't like a luck thing. It's like a proven strategy. Like I've taught it, people have taken my course, I've taught it, and I'm also doing this for clients. And so that is really empowering because I think one of the reasons your people are feeling sad about Instagram is it feels like a lottery wheel, right? We're like, well, I'm going to just keep posting. And if I post a lot, maybe one will take off and I'm going to be a winner. And that is so frustrating, right? That feels like so defeating because it's like, well, does this even matter? But if you, but Instagram has changed and people bemoan that. And it's actually really a beautiful thing because Instagram has changed that it's a search engine and we actually understand search engines. We can actually have a strategy for search engines. And so um, 
that has been so fun to be like, hey, guess what? Like, this doesn't have to be scary. There's actually strategy and you can really use it to grow your business if you do it the right way. Absolutely. I think, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I, I'm personally like excited for this conversation because these are things that I'm like, I know I've been wanting to do this. I want to do it. It's always been on my mind, but I haven't done it. (laughs) And so these these tips and tricks, they're going to stick with me for sure. So, um, along with that, so something that we've heard and actually I, so I don't have a marketing background. Logan actually does have a marketing background. So I'm just over here saying whatever I think is true and it might not be, but I've heard consistency with social media is super important. Would you say that's the case? Was that helpful for you? Yeah. It, so consistency is important for a couple of reasons. Is first is that you need to train the algorithm. Now, don't get scared when I say the algorithm. It's just a mathematical equation, okay? It is trying to play matchmaker with your content and people who will like your content. That's what the algorithm is doing. So if we can understand how the algorithm works, and basically it's just trying to be like, okay, Logan usually creates this type of content for this type of person. How do I know that? Well, I know it because this is the type of content. These are the topics that she talks about. This is what her caption's about. And then it's like, oh, over here, Michelle really likes to see before and after of events or balloon arches or whatever I've been looking at. And it's like, oh, great. Logan has that. And so they match make and they put that content in my feed. And so if we, so that's really important. And one of the ways that we train the algorithm, what kind of content we create is creating consistent content. So we can create consistent content based on time, right? Like I post this time every day. And I think that's semi-important. I think it's important to say like, I am going to post content every day or, or whatever your schedule is, if it's three times a week or whatever, I think that's important. Um, and, but I, what's even more important about consistency is consistency in message and content. So like, if you are going to train the algorithm that you're an event planner and that's what you share about, then you better share about event planning and not one day share about your coffee or share about your, I don't know, outfits. I'm trying to think of what you guys want to share about. But if you want to do um, event planning and that's what you want to be known for, that's why niching down is so important is because it's consistency and message. And then the algorithm can learn to trust you and know what kind of content you're creating so it can put your content in front of the right people. So I'm pro consistency. <laughs> we love, yeah. I feel like that's it's again easier said than done. <laughs> I know personally, usually when I'm at my busiest is when my social media is uh, at least posting wise is very quiet because I forget and I'm busy doing the work and you know then after the fact being like, oh yeah, remember this cool thing I did four weeks ago? I forgot to tell everybody about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, but I, I feel like this is one, Michelle, like so many of our listeners, they're working on their personal brands, whether they're, you know, an independent planner or somebody who maybe works in-house on events, but like, what is the importance of building that personal brand and using social media to do it? Yeah, I, th- I think, so what's happened over the last like year of me growing is having a personal brand makes you more valuable. So that can be like across the board, like it can raise the amount of money that you can charge. It can also give you some job security. So let's say you are working for a business and maybe you lose your job or, or whatever it is, but suddenly you don't have to depend on someone else to like someone else to be like, Oh, this is how much you're worth. You're like, actually, I actually have this brand that I can back up what I'm doing. And I have all of these events and people can see that and they've come along in my journey. And so not only are they invested in how good I am at event planning, but they're also invested in me as a person. And that's a really valuable. Like, I just want you to think about it. Like 20 years ago, this wasn't even an option to be like, 
like suddenly events just showed up and you're like, oh, that's great. Here's my card. And that's the amount of contact that we had. And now like you can invite people in and it doesn't have to be this big thing. And that's why Instagram stories, I will like Instagram stories is the most powerful place on social media period, the end, like it is. And the great thing about that is that is unscripted. It's in the moment. You don't have to do anything. You could just take people with you on the journey and people love that. They crave it. They want it. And it's actually the most um, way they can connect with you. And so <clears throat> building that personal brand is huge and it builds, um, it really just builds your value in your business as well. Yeah, definitely. You're right. It is so easy. I think like I like I was just doing events like this last weekend and it was so easy to post a story. I was just posting stories like along the whole time. And but I was like, I didn't create a post about it, but I did stories. <laughs> so you're right. Great. I think you're crazy. Yeah. That's, and that's then you true. can take those, download them, and then just put them in a store in a reel. Just hey, there you repurpose. go. Love that. <laughs> Repurposing content for sure. Yeah. That's, that's important too. And I just have like a tactical like question that's popping in my mind. So like if we have a business and that's like its own brand, you know, that we're trying to build, but then we also have like us personally, does it make sense? Like this is where I get confused. It's like, do you, for example, for your, for yours, Michelle, is it like your business or is it you for your Instagram? It just seems like maybe it's like a little bit of both. Like how do you decide where to post things and like which one to build is it building you personally or like your business instagram does that make sense sure so it all is going to come down to what is your goal okay so if your goal is so right now i have two instagram accounts one i'm not really posting a ton it's my agency account and i don't really need that to grow a ton because i'm getting clients from my i am michelle gifford account that is that is my teaching and because I'm very, very active there, I can have Michelle Gifford Creative be kind of like a resume account. If people go, they can see some of the clients I've worked in. And and sometime, it's not today, I will focus on that, on that account and want it to grow. But right now, I don't really need to. And so I am focusing on I am Michelle Gifford. And that is niche down to my feed. And this is important. Your, my feed is niche down to Instagram. That's what I talk about. My stories, I can talk about whatever I want. I recommend like coming up with three to five pillars that you talk about in your stories that really like uh, build a message around who you are. Um, but that so that so it comes down to like what are your goals, and if you're building like a personal brand, I would say like around you. Are you wanting to like become the event planner of the world and teach other event planners how to be event planners? then it's more about teaching event planners than it is about like your day-to-day -day life, but your stories could be about your day-to-day -day life. Does that, does that clear things up or do you have more questions? I'm here for the questions. No, I think that's super helpful. I, I just need to kind of figure out, like you said, what I, what I, what I want to represent and where that is, but no, that's super helpful. Thank you. Yeah. I think you touched on something interesting, Michelle, is some of this, like the, the opportunities that weren't available 20 years ago that Instagram or social media in general for me, in COVID times, I started a YouTube channel. And the craziest thing for me that's come out of this YouTube is I, I did find a niche. The algorithm at YouTube likes me for Zoom tips because I was really helping with Zoom. and But it has had real impacts on my business where I have people who have found me via Zoom have watched enough of my videos that then when the, I'm actually talking to them on the call for the first time, they already trust me. And they already like me. And now it's just like, okay, but you know, how much do you cost? Or like, just tell me what I have to pay. I want to work with you. And it's the weirdest feeling as a business owner that's used to having to like convince people or sell them on why you should work with me. And 
be on the other side of it where people are like, no, 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 I want to work with you. And it's all been from them watching things I created. I mean, I'm still creating content for it, but like months ago, a video two years ago that they're connecting with. And most recently I had somebody tell me, I was like, she was like, I just wanted to reach out to you because you seem like a real person, like just a normal person that I could talk to. And I was like, I will take that, write that down. That's a, that's a, a glowing review of why you then reached out and they now are a paying client, you know, out of something they found from YouTube of, so I just feel like it's interesting with social media, whatever format it is of building that trust and yeah, that soft selling, like it's not really selling your skills, but you're, you're convincing people that you know what you're talking about. Well, think about how much money people are putting down to host an event. It's like a lot, right? I mean, of course there's a range, right? Like weddings and then, but you could do corporate like that. It's a lot of money. And so do you go with someone that you've never seen before who works in this office building that, I mean, it looks professional or do you go with someone who you've seen speak? Like there's like, there's, video, you know, like people see me and they start talking to me like they know me and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then, and then they ask me about my cat and I'm like, what's happening? I'm like, oh, hey, <laughs> you're right. I share that stuff, you know, and they, and it's like, we're friends and they get me and they laugh at my jokes. Thank goodness. And so like, but they're definitely more willing to pay me and pay you because this isn't the first contact. They actually have, they, there's something familiar about you because they have watched, they've already invested time in you. And then they're like, okay, so just tell me how much it is. Like, that's a good feeling. <laughs> it's a great feeling. It's still weird. I always laugh that I'm like, I have this very small corner of the internet that knows me and it's, and it's flattering, but it's just, it's like, it's this very tiny corner and it still makes, it weirds me out occasionally. Cause I still am like, but we're not, I don't know you, but that's so cool you, that we do know each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. And as we're talking about building our personal brand, um, I know Logan and I use Instagram a lot, so that's definitely something on the top of our minds. But when it comes to just like other social media, what would you say is a good place for someone to also invest their time in when building their personal brand? Where's another place that can make a good big impact? Oh, Pinterest for event planners. That's a good idea. People. <laughs> I'm like, tell me more because we don't use Pinterest. So tell oh, me more. Should I have I said want... something else? What do you no. use? That'll be no. Just I think Logan and I just don't use it, but I'd love to hear what you say. Yes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pinterest, I mean, people, event planning, I mean, that's, that's something that people go to to pin about, right? Like whether it's a wedding or like, even if you're planning an event, you're probably going and you're, you're, if, if they're coming to you, they, I don't know, my branding clients, they come to us with a Pinterest board of like, these are kind of ideas and topics that I want you know? And so, um, I think it could be a really great place because it is so visual and Pinterest is great. Um, because it has, um, a longer shelf life than a lot of things. Um, and so you can have pins like I have pins that are years old that are still leading people back to my website. And so, um, and you can repurpose, I mean, short video, short form video is king right now on every platform. So you can repurpose your reels content and put it on Pinterest and send people to your content. And it's also one of those things that it's like Instagram, you have to be like there in person, right? It feels like, you know, you have to have your, your phone out. You have to do that. Um, but Pinterest is like, you can spend a couple hours a month, if, depending on how strategic you want to get to, but you can spend a couple hours a month um, scheduling out pins and be done for the month. And so I feel like there's for the time spent, there's a ton of value there. 
Yeah, I feel like Pinterest for any of the folks in the event industry who do like a visual, something that's very visual or like for like Mary, you and I don't really do too much of like the event decor and design or if it's only a small piece of what we're doing, but I feel like that is so powerful. I feel like the other one I'm using that I I know I personally underutilize and need to like write reminders to myself is LinkedIn Uh because, you know, as a freelancer and contractor, that's where I've connected with a lot of other, you know, contractors and things and sometimes coming up, posting on LinkedIn makes me come up on their feed and they remember I exist. <laughs> Simple as that to be like, oh yeah, I should call Logan about this other event I have. Um, and I've tried to use for simplicity's sake, a lot of what I post on Instagram, like yeah. my feed, I'll try to also post that photo at the event on my LinkedIn too, because it's there's some crossover, but I also realize I'm reaching different people. Um, and I just change how I talk about it a little bit. It's a little more like full sentences and a little less snappy. Um, but I've had folks who haven't realized I've done events and it was because I was like, oh, I didn't post on LinkedIn. You didn't, you had no idea. That's what I was doing when I was not responding to things for, <laughs> you know, a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so yes, if you are doing corporate things or business to business, that LinkedIn's huge because it's huge and then you can just build your network really quickly there and get a ton of exposure. So yes, this definitely depends on what your, um, what your focus is. I just want to like pick your brain, Michelle, <laughs> all the ideas for social media. I mean, what is some for, for kind of just for thinking for our we're event planners, event producers, like what is kind of low stakes? If there's someone who's been like, I haven't started, I don't have a business account or anything like on Instagram, do they need to just double down on their personal one and start trying things out there? Do they need to start a business account, something that is more professional than maybe what all their friends and family follow them on? What if you just own that you were like a, not you, but whoever's listening, but what if you just own that you're like a professional event planner and you turned your, I, I, you turned your personal, depending on how much you actually post, but into more of a professional account and like it, and just try it. Like, what if you just owned it? Cause I know it's a little bit hard. You can start your own, but if you're, if you aren't necessarily um, like you already have a job, like you're not trying to do it, but like, what if you just said like, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to show you the process along the way, then turn your personal one into that. If you use your personal all the time and you're just posting random pictures, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. Just start a new account and start a new account and say, Hey, I want, and tell your friends and don't be weird about it. Just tell them to come over. Your friends want to support you. They want to be a part of the process too. And then they can tell their friends. Um, and then I would just really, the simplest way you can start is just set your phone up when you're doing stuff and take some B-roll of you doing stuff. That's all I want you to do. Okay. Just take little clips along the way. And then you can turn that into so much content. When you show up to an event, like do a before, like a video of you just showing what it looks like before. And then at the end of the event, show what it looks like after. Like it can be very, very simple. Um, But also like, I am guessing I'm not an event planner. But like, there's a lot of times when you're doing like a lot of, like if you're doing physical things that people can see, right? Like, I don't know, balloon arches is where I'm going right now. I have a friend. So that's what, that's what we're going with. Um, But you know, like blowing up all the balloons and then showing the end process, like, I mean, product, that's, that's an easy thing people want to see. Um, And if you're not that person who's building physical things, like you are probably at the event, like you are checking things, you're you're like checking people in. I don't obviously don't do events. 
no i love this keep going it's <laughs> you're not wrong you're not oh, okay not okay <laughs> yeah make sure i have to be like that is false that's not anything we do anyway um but you're at these beautifully curated places right it's usually like an awesome thing with people with really good food and so share those kind of snippets and it can be, you don't even have to be talking to the camera, right? Like you could just do a B-roll of the food and you're like three things that took this food from um, blah to amazing, you know, and just like, what did they do to up-level the food? So it was good. Or um, look at the details, right? Like show the details on the table with the place cards and the napkins and the silverware and the place that right like show the details because people want that they love that and um and so you can just take people on the journey and you don't even have to i mean you can be in the video if you want you can be talking in the video if you're not but most people are a little bit scared of that so let's just start small and take little video clips along the way and if it helps to do this in stories and then transfer that over to a reel that's fine but start training yourself to make it a part of the process because I'm guessing event planners, if it's on the list, they're going to do it, right? No. <laughs> right. We'll make them a, a checklist and we'll, we'll make it happen for sure. Yeah. And I then that like real audio in my head that I feel like I've verbalized to you, Mary, of like everything is content. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Technically, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm bad at remembering to do it because I've done that, Michelle. I've definitely done the before photo or video. Like, look at this. We're getting set up. And then I've completely forgotten about the finished the finished <laughs> version. So all I have are these sparsely set video <laughs> images of videos from when I had time in the setup and then got in the, you know, the nitty gritty yeah. event and didn't have time to do it. So well, you have, this is a thought because I'm guessing you have maybe not interns, but you have people that are just like, you probably have a team, right? You don't have to be the only one capturing videos. So put that to so say, hey, if you see something, just capture videos. I'm going to do a shared iCloud folder. I want them at the end. That's it. Yeah. You can outsource that. If you don't, this doesn't have to be just you. And it's also kind of fun, right? Like when you get then at the end, you have like, oh my gosh, we did this event. And you have this like video montage of, of you guys behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have an intern right now, actually, and she's our social media intern and she is amazing. And also it's been so helpful for that, for that point, for sure. Like finally I'm in videos. Like it's always just been, you know, like you're saying me yeah. filming stuff, but it's like, I actually am, I do exist. Hey, like, I don't know. It's just been fun. So <laughs> I think that's a great point. So if you, if anyone needs help just to get an intern, there you go. They'll, yeah. they can follow you around and make it happen. But I think um, those are some great points. And then like we're in the new year. So as this releases, it's January 2024. And so is there any other pieces of advice or like a few other tips and tricks that folks can use um, this year? Like maybe it's just a time for refresh to rebuild their personal brand or things that they should look at again and just make sure that it's all aligned for them. Yeah. So I would go back. Let's do just like a quick audit, right? Like I would look at your account and say, okay, what is my goal here with this account? All right. Then if you know your goal and who you're talking to, then let's go to your bio. Okay. Let's write it out and say, like, I'm going to make you own that you are a stinking event planner. Okay. Like just tell them like, this is the type of event you do, right? Like I do weddings in Minneapolis. I don't know. Like just figure out, put that in your bio so that you know, so people can come when they find, they find you, they know exactly who you are and why they should follow you. And then I want you to look at your content. Does your content back that up? 
If it doesn't, then we need, to, we need to create more content that backs up the bio that we promised them that we're event planners and we're gonna show, take you along the journey. If you're not taking on the journey, then let's create some content around that. Um, and then I would say that I would commit to create, okay? I know we want to do Instagram and we know that it's valuable, but do we have it on our calendar? If we don't, then maybe we it isn't a priority and we need to face that and say, okay, well, is that true? Is is that really not a priority in right now? Then that's fine. But if it is, like let's put it on our schedule that we have an hour where we focus on Instagram, we make a plan for that we post three times. Um, I don't have to put it depends on our right. If you want to grow it really fast, you'll probably need to post a couple more than than someone just posts like three times a week. But decide what you can do, like look at your schedule and be like really honest about like, I could do three posts this week. I have this content, whatever. And then guess what? You have to commit to yourself to actually do it um, and commit to do it. It's 2024. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. I love that. Well, Michelle, before we before we get here towards the to wrapping up, I do have a scenario I want to ask your opinion on because uh, sometimes for events, we work events that we're not allowed to share the photos of, or maybe we're not allowed to disclose who we're working for. So some of those beautiful, you know, ballroom images or decor, we're not supposed to share. But I know I'm like a big proponent. You still need to tell people you're doing some of these kinds of events. If and my workaround is often then I'm posting like a selfie of me in the hotel room before I go down to work or um, like in the bathroom or a nondescript wall that no one could say was actually anywhere at the event. And then I'll usually allude to the person by like their first, the brand, the conference by their like first name or some, or the first letter of their name, like M's conference, instead of saying the, the company name. Do you have any other suggestions for creating content around something where you're not, you're not really allowed to showcase some of the more like obvious content, but still to like help take people on that journey? Yeah. So I think that you can, especially in stories, you can show up, you don't have to show the location or the decor or whatever, but you can probably describe like what you've been doing, right? Maybe you can show like <clears throat> the food or like little pieces that don't show the bigger picture. Um, and it also will depend on what your goal is with this content, right? Is it to, um, could you, could you take a selfie with someone that went to, went to the conference or whatever, you know, that is in a, the bathroom, <laughs> you know, that people, that's not like with the big backdrop. Um, but, like if you're showing, let's say that you have an Instagram account helping event planners, then you could show like little details that event planners would get, whether that's like you like accepting, I don't know, like signing some signing in or like little details of um, like checking your watch or checking your clipboard or all of these things that are really a part of what you're doing every, like every event that's like, oh my gosh, they are like, you do you have a little headset that you're talking into like you know just like you like mic'd up you know it's event day you know like stuff like that that like is not the whole location but it shows the work that you're doing um and there's there's a lot of that kind of stuff that wouldn't show any details i think that's a great idea yeah logan i'm glad you asked that question because you're right we do get into those circumstances sometimes and it's like dang it <laughs> i can't even tell anybody about this but that's a great great thought for sure Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for this. Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we didn't cover today? You need to start creating. I already said that. And reels are the easiest way to get in front of new people. And so when you're creating reels, create for people who do not follow you. 
Because if you want to grow, you need to think about your potential audience. And that's why people on TikTok are winning because they're creating for people who don't follow them. Um, they're able to grow really fast because that's how the TikTok algorithm works. But if you want to grow on Instagram, you also have to think about that um, because you want Instagram to push you in front of non-followers so that you can get more followers. And so just keep that in the back of your mind. Like, don't just create for Aunt Martha if you want to grow bigger than Aunt Martha, you know? So true. Poor Aunt Martha. I mean, she already, we, we, we joke, Mary and I started this podcast to try to get more than just our moms to listen. And we <laughs> haven't achieved that. So still, hi, mom. I'm glad you're listening. <laughs> um, Michelle, where can listeners find you? And do you have anything, um, you know, products or services that you're currently offering you'd like to tell our listeners about? Yeah, sure. So come find me on Instagram. I'm there at I am Michelle Gifford. It's also I am Michelle Gifford.com. I have a marketing podcast. It's called The Social Strategist. You can listen there. Um, I also, for products, we do Instagram audits. We have an Instagram membership. It's really, it's like 45 bucks a month and we give you um, a content plan and prompts of what to post every day. Uh, also training and meetings with me, who doesn't want that? And then we, um, we also have our agency where we will do it for you. We will build your website, your branding, and um, actually all the platforms we can manage that as well. So we, we've got you is what I'm saying. Whatever you need, we're here for it. Awesome. I believe it. I definitely believe it. Well, thank you so much for all of the advice that you've given us today. I really appreciate the tips and tricks, and I'm sure those listening do as well. So thank you so much for being with us, Michelle. And I'm sure that we will see you on Instagram and all the exciting things that you're doing there and around social media. You will see me on Instagram. And thanks so much for having me. This is so fun. Awesome. Thank you so much. And that brings us to the end of our episode listeners. And so as you know, we end with our bonus tip, which is sometimes related, sometimes unrelated. But Logan, you have our bonus tip today. Yes. Thank you, Mary. Our bonus tip this week is if you have any kind of a physical script at your event, make sure that you print multiple copies. You want to make sure you're not left with the one copy that then your speaker maybe leaves somewhere, maybe a bathroom, maybe at their table. You can never have too many copies of this script. I highly encourage you to, you could have a podium, make sure you leave a copy on the podium and maybe your second backup is with your stage manager or someone from your event, whoever's going to be closest to the stage. I'm not saying this has happened before. Maybe it's happened before listeners, um, but you want to make sure that you can never have too many copies of your script. So you guys all know what you're supposed to be saying. Honestly, a good bonus tip because this has happened to me. So we left the script on the podium and someone took it with them and then we were... It was, it was bad, but that's okay. Great bonus tip for the day, Logan. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. You can follow us on social media at Better Events Pod. You can email us at bettereventspod at gmail.com or find us on our website at bettereventspod.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back with you again next Wednesday. Mm -hmm.